Hey everyone, it's Brad from Roll Fair. This June is our one year anniversary. To celebrate, we're giving away a prize to one lucky listener. What's the prize, you may ask? The winner will get to choose one free item from our giveaway page located at rollfair.com giveaway. To enter, follow us on Instagram or Facebook, comment on our giveaway post, and share it with the hashtag RollFairBDay. That is R-O-L-L-F-A-R-E-B-D-A-Y. Enter by midnight Mountain Standard Time, June 30th, and we'll contact the winner by July 12th. Check out RollFair.com for more details. Welcome to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in with us. As always, we'll introduce ourselves. I am Devin, the Dungeon Master. I'm Ryan, playing Alton, the Tiefling Warlock. I'm Brad, playing Arden, the Wizard. I'm Kayla, playing Kaiji, the Tabaxi Pirate. I'm Austin, playing... I'm Austin, playing Sharpro, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just stopped. We're on one tonight. <laughs> I'm Ben, playing Raina, the Human Ranger. <laughs> human, the Raina Ranger. <laughs> I'm Sarah, I'm playing Asar, the Fire Genasi Sorcerer. Excellent. So, we have been traveling through the Kutaka Wastes, um, on our way to Uchafu, um, a city Uchafu. where uh, Alton, uh, yes, Alton, Alton's sister um, is supposed to be, um, and uh, Umander has parted ways with the party, and they've gotten to experience a very friendly djinn um, by the name of the great. Um, the mighty, mighty, mighty Suranam. The mighty Suranam. The mighty douchebag. Also known as the mighty douchebag among some circles. Um, <laughs> and uh, they are continuing their travels to the cities. They're about three days out from the closest town. Um, and we are picking up with them having woken up from their watch and continuing to make their way. So, is there anything else you guys are wanting to do during the travel period? Uh, well, if we're just walking along, Asar's going to continue to ask her real, <laughs> like relationship questions. She, she pulls up the scroll, right? And she's like, Ahem, I believe we have some more questions. You're not going to find a quicksand doing that, are you? No. Uh, <laughs> Say that with such certainty. <laughs> Would you like to be famous? In what way, specifically? Uh, I think Alton is famous. Well, no, I, well, <laughs> infamous. No, yeah. It, it no, you on... don't want to be famous in the way that you are currently famous. Yeah, but I'm not really famous. I mean, just some bad people want to get me. I don't know if you can call them bad, but some people are after me, but I'm not well known. Like, I could walk into a city and say my name and no one would know who I am, unless they're a bounty hunter. But would you would you want to have your name be well known when you walk into a city? Would you want to have the <laughs> recognition? Absolutely not. Oh, why not? Already started to get a little taste of that. Um, just having to always keep um, you know eyes on my back and or over my shoulder or whatever it is, and not knowing what's going to come out at me and ambush me or want to use me you know on one hand I do understand what you mean entirely because it's why I don't throw my last name around anywhere but on the other hand I would love to be a famous for the reestablishment of 
my family's good name and our lands, but uh, that's probably about the best I could hope for in my wildest dreams, because I don't know how I could possibly go about doing that in any sort of reality. So, I think the the only fame I'd be interested in is if the Red Sands become a famous traveling group. That would be quite the thing. That's fine with me. No. I'm part of the prestigious Red Sands Adventuring Company. <laughs> Just as a group. And famous for the good reasons. And we could Not the getting kicked out of every town reason. We already started bad with the naming of, you know, Red. The Sands are Red because of, you know, obviously the blood. Yes. But, um, but you have to understand, famous always involves circles. That means that in some cities you'll get kicked out and in some cities you'll be reigned as a hero. I mean... Can't wait to be written as a hero in one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I would feel nice. Just one. (laughs) Just one. I used to want to be famous as a a writer and a historian. Then, I don't know. I found a better purpose. What about the USR? You haven't answered. She is famous. <laughs> In certain circles, that. I am famous. But it would be nice. Let's put it this way. I got used to being able to enter into any room and not have to explain myself. And... What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly like that. Is that is that fame or is that power, though? What's the difference between fame and power? Fame is just you're well known. You're right. Right. You could be you could be a famous criminal, a famous murderer. Yes, but that still uh, has power. To a certain degree, I know what you mean. I would want to be famous with power because. Being well-known without being able to influence is meaningless. Yeah, I think that's that's what I'm afraid of. To be well-known but powerless to do anything about it. Yeah, like I said, I just okay, you're you're famous, but you're you're uh, you're just stuck running from everyone. Yes, it's not pleasant. The most popular people I knew were leaders of what I now find out is a cult. So, no, I don't want to be that. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Although everyone would listen to you without questioning, I can understand that. Just don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> What's Kool-Aid? It's a drink that kills you. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific poison. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh... I have, I have more. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot to do this again. Roll another wisdom saving throw, <laughs> Austin. You can do it. Yeah, 17 natural, so uh, 24. <laughs> yeah. The one person to get this item. <laughs> Basically immune to it. <laughs> You'll never get to know what I created. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll Someday, back when, it, when it's least opportune. Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just have something come and curse it more. Is that a daily roll? like a gin? Yeah. Daily roll. Oh, boy. You're bound to get a three one of these days. I'm bound to. Statistics are on my side. Mm-hmm. At some point. 
Um, I have a question. All right. If you had the ability to kill a god, would you kill him? Depends, Depends. on the god. Just the ability to kill a god. I would need a reason. Would you first take that ability, and would you use it on one that you know? Mm. This seems oddly specific. I think I would treat that as killing anyone else. I would need a reason to do it. Fair enough. You know, my father, he taught me that the acquiring of power is everything. And for a long time, I I didn't want to believe him because surely there are other ways to settle disputes. But as I've been traveling out here, it pains me to say that I do see some of his point. To have the ability, yes. Because if discourse and negotiation doesn't go your way, and there is something that the, the gods absolutely cannot do, it would be nice to have a contingency plan. Yes, I would, I would have to agree. I'd rather have it n- and never need to use it than need it even for a moment and come short. I think all tens would be yes. <laughs> does that make me evil? I don't think it does at all. It pays to be prepared, and I think considering your situation, well, uh, you probably have kind does of... does everything have to be going your way? Can sometimes a, something be the, the, well, depends not on your which idea and good? As a representative, I represent people, and I, I hear the voices, and I decide the, the best course of action depending on what, what they need. And if there was a higher power that was pre- preventing them from attaining happiness, then it, I would do everything in my power to prevent that. It, it happens more often than you think, right? Uh, uh, the nearby city. Uh, the capital, Junabi. Jamati. Jamati. They are a constant threat to the Chandelier City. And they are always wanting to take what we have built. And so, we have to be prepared for their invasion, always. And it's, it's not because I want to see harm done to the other city, I just want to make sure that no harm is done to me and mine. Definitely understand that. I don't think there's anything evil in wanting the power to protect the things you you love, so no, I don't think it's evil. It does go into shades of grey, though, because you may be doing everything you think is right, but it still turns out twisted. <sighs> I guess... It's one of those things till you see the end result. You might not really understand the means it took to get there. I think some some means to an end are, are pretty black and white on whether they're evil or not, but uh, I don't think that simply by gaining power you are inherently evil. It is what you do with it in the end. I don't think you think too hard. 
<laughs> just you need where I'm from it's all about being strong enough to survive that's the thing that matters most is being stronger than anything that wants to take your life, take your family take your resources you have to be stronger than that or you deserve to be dead there's nothing wrong with trying to protect you and your own at whatever cost that takes yes but actions do have consequences even if you think you are doing the right thing you can say that even, yes. even if you choose to have the power to do something I, I had the power to help someone very dear to me I helped her escape my city when maybe I should not have. And it ended up in tragedy. Deep tragedy. Yeah, but you couldn't have known that. Or, you know, if you had known that, you wouldn't have done it. You can't always foresee the future. Right. And so that's the question, though, right? We can't see the the ends of everything. So even if we, even if we want to do good, in the end, if it makes a grave mistake, is it still, is it still considered evil? The outcome. If the I outcome is still no, you you had no you had no wrong intentions. And and think of it this way: ask yourself, because I mean, at this point in time, this is all theoretical. Uh, Let's say you hadn't uh, helped this person that was important to you. Would they have been any better off? Yes. Truly better off? Is being alive better off? Uh, kind of depends. I've seen some people, I've seen plenty of people who are alive that would much rather be otherwise. Hmm. Would you like to go back to the happy questions? <laughs> yes, I feel very um, strange. So, as you guys are, are having this conversation, um, <clears throat> you hear something pipe up and say, that was very deep. And as you look up, you see floating almost as if like in a hammock, um, Suriname. <laughs> and he has been invisible for a long time <laughs> following you guys he reveals himself now he says well you're more interesting than I thought can I tell you a story oh, no. <laughs> get your book Jerry who doesn't you kind of glance back come on guys we have time we need to make up time and as as you guys have been talking Jerry's been getting quieter and quieter as we've been traveling through this part of the desert and has been participating, participating less in conversa the conversation. I don't have a very uh, high inside passive or not, and I <laughs> probably didn't notice. Yeah, I don't have a high inside either. I only have plus yeah, one, but I'm going to roll anyway. I definitely don't. Ten. <laughs> so I probably don't notice. With a ten? Can we talk and walk? I'm... I'm this I'm, is for Shrew. This is for Shrew. I've just been less, less talkative and more just okay. focusing on going through the, this part of the desert. Yes, but ah. if he rejects a story, 
We'd know something's wrong for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe just, he can't, you know, talk and write at the same time. Maybe he, yes, he he's can. uh he, he can okay, tell us a he story. definitely can. Um, maybe he's the, just not very happy with... The great Suroman can tell us a story if you want, but let's, let's, let's keep going. Well, you don't have to stop. I can <laughs> float along with you. Yeah, that, that's fine. Let's go. Well, uh, do the rest of you want to hear my tale? Yes. Uh, the tale of power and... Well, you really don't, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I could make you all quiet if I wanted to. Oh, great Suriname, please tell us your tale. Mighty, mighty Suriname. Mighty D. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, you have struck an element, no pun intended, of my, uh, my nature. And I would like to be serious with you now. (laughs) Have you heard the story of the fall of Uyangwo and the destruction of Selberak. Have I heard? Go ahead and make a religion check. (laughs) Then I haven't. (laughs) Six. Eleven. Okay. Three. Wow, you guys did terrible. Yeah, not so good. Um... There's been that one, so the fall of what? The uh, Yangwo and the destruction of Selberak. The history check you said? Religion. 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 I I would. Eight. Selberak? Selberak. Know the names, don't know the coinciding reasons why they would be familiar with one another. It's too bad. Well, it's not surprising, though. You see, after. Uyangwo fell, the, uh, those who have the ability to bring about religion change the story so that people wouldn't honor Uyangwo. The gods were losing the war against the Titans. Uh, they called in help. I was one of those that uh, that answered, and we were getting our butts kicked. I'll, I'll be honest with you. And they came up with a a very clever but long shot of a plan, and. In the process of that plan, many of you know the story of uh, Mashingu and her overthrowing of Ilmoath, where she challenged her to a duel um, against each other and came out the victor. Well, the purpose of that duel was so that Uyangwo could sneak behind the lines of the Titan Lords and kill Selberak, the leader of the Fiends. He was successful. And he sundered Selberak, splitting him in two, becoming both Murkal and Mograthi. 
and started the blood war that rages between the demons and the devils. And in doing that, he had the power to kill a god, if you will. It's a very interesting question that you posed. But he gained a sense of entitlement and pride, arrogance, if you will. And he wanted to become the only god. And so, instead of being honored and worshipped as a hero, he is now removed from religion almost completely and only very few know anything about him. He's still around somewhere. I think he's very jealous and very angry. He probably influences the world in ways that we, we don't recognize, but uh, I haven't seen him in a very, very long time. Not that I'd probably recognize him if I did see him, but be careful of what you wish for. I've granted wishes to others before. Most, most of the time people don't wish for anything good, and it ruins them. So if you wish for power, be careful with what you get. That is all. I'm not sure why you were looking directly at me. <laughs> I was looking at all of you, but... It's wise words. Everyone needs a little humility every now and again. That's why I roam this desert. Mm. Make people humble. Who humbles e you? Everyone. Humility, yes. A stinking dwarf. <laughs> I feel a sort of a tension between you two. Were you ever, like, a thing? <laughs> Only in her dreams. <laughs> oh, it's unrequited love. She doesn't like you back? How long have you pined for her? <laughs> I think you're mixing this up. She pines for me, uh, and I've put her off so much that she's just pissed. This is how you deal with it. I see it now. All right. I can throw a lightning bolt at you. I don't have to miss. Oh, but you won't, because this is getting onto a deeper level of, of your feelings. I know you can be vulnerable, and that's scary. But Well, all that good conversation we just had, I think I'll uh, scurry off now. He uh, floats up as a ribbon and uh, just as disappears. <laughs> so, question number three. <laughs> What's the next on that I'm just list? trying to get <laughs> the price he charges for a wish. Uh, it's too high. It's probably too high. Yeah. And it doesn't. Even so I it probably wouldn't that. come out the way if, you want. If he if he was saying be careful of wishes, then probably getting the a wish, wish granter. Yeah. Right. Not good. Well, it probably just comes from the fact that you can never get something from nothing for nothing. So if we need a guinea pig in the group, I don't have a lot to lose. <laughs> you do have a sister. I feel like you are delaying visiting your sister. Uh, we've, we've talked about that. 
Well, right. Is it is it truly just that you fear disappointing her? No, no, no. I, I fear being slapped in the face. <laughs> oh come on! I've slapped you before. That happens plenty of times. As a slave, yes, I remember. <laughs> anyway, question number three. Are we still wanting to do questions? I mean, you brought it up. I figured yeah, I'd if it'll you know, help, help get things uh, going. <laughs> come on, guys. This, this part of the desert's not safe. Let's keep going. Mr. Mr. Sharu, you didn't really... You weren't, you weren't excited for a story. Are you feeling all right? I'm, f- I'm fine, yes. Let's, let's just keep going. I'm going to walk around. Uh, go ahead and make perception check. Investigation. Okay. Guidance. Can I do that, too? Um, Sheru, let's let's pose a question. If you if you weren't fine at this exact moment, uh, why would that be? <laughs> I got twenty three on investigation. I got a nine. I've been in this area before. It's just not safe. That's good enough reason for me. Let's get moving. We can talk and move at the same time. I'm, I'm good at running day. through the desert, so. Are we are we officially in a desert? Did now? I find if we are oh, you've been in the desert for a, a while. Yeah, which means that I can have us move twice our normal pace. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Nice. So we are cruising right along. As well has a stitch in her side. I just, my legs are so little. I have to take three steps for every one of yours. <laughs> I shortened myself to be your same height. <laughs> This is difficult. Why is this so hard? What? How tall are you? You're not that short. Five she's three. Five three. Oh, okay. So she's a foot shorter than me. <laughs> You're six three. Six two, I believe. Wow. That is tall. Oh no. You're five seven. I'm five seven. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh, never mind. Well, let, let's be real. He can be just about any height he wants. I can be. I did decide five seven because that's like right where. Around where I'm at, myself. You know, it's 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 all right. I met a lot of men who are five seven, and they'll say they're six three, six two. I just start growing a little taller. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys eventually pass through this area, um, and you can see the next town up ahead, um, coming closer. Um, You know. You guys talk, you, you have experiences in the desert, um, and you don't see the mighty um, uh, Suranam anymore along your journey. Have but we left his territory? Maybe. Are we that lucky? You hear a distant rumble. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but... Uh, his story does stand out um, as something that nags at each of you for some reason. Not sure why, but you can feel something there. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Thanks for listening. If you like listening to Roll Fair, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Also, check out our merch store at rollfair.com.